0: Welcome to another edition of Ball Don't Lie right here on 104.9 The Horn. Uh, we like to call it a new theme Thursday. We'll get to that a little bit later on in the show. We're breaking down Texas Xavier Sweet 16. We'll get to preview in that matchup. Uh, Kirk Bowles has a story that there is a lot of interest in Rodney Terry. Uh, well, there's a lot of should be more interest here at the University of Texas some people think uh, but there is uh, definitely a lot of interest about a national coach of the year for some of the head coaching vacancies in college basketball. We'll get to that. That. Dickie V calling out the University of Texas. we got to get to that as well. We'll talk NBA coming up. All of the Texas teams were in action. Uh, some big games, too. Controversy in the Mavs game versus the Warriors. We'll get to that. Ja Morant making his return versus the Rockets and the Spurs taking on the Bucks. We'll get to all of that and more. Before we do, let's introduce you to the rest of the crew. He was a second-round pick for the Montreal Post, but a first-round pick for the Austin Radio Network. He originally committed to the University of Texas, but decided to forego the 40 acres and chase his dream in the cheese. Pippin ain't easy, but for him it's a breeze. Mike, hardball hard. What's going on, brother? How you doing?
2: We're closer to the weekend. We're closer to game day. It is starting officially tonight. I can't wait because NCAA March Madness is what it's all about. Mm-hmm. But let me talk about my man that sits across from me every single day. He hails from H-Town with the get-down. He's a lifetime Longhorn and a proud card-carrying member of DBU legendary lifetime Longhorn and now College Hall of Fame Longhorn, Derrick Johnson said he was the best cover corner he had ever seen. He's a former NFL DB that still has that passion for film study, but he's not a fan of white condiments. But, of course, he is a fan of you, the ARN listeners my man Rod Babers. I
0: appreciate the intro as always. That's not waste any time introducing the real MVP, one of the hardest working members of the ARN family. He's got a hustler spirit, period. We don't know what he's paid, but we do know that the man is underpaid. It's Patrick Davis. How you doing, Patrick?
1: Doing good, man. Basketball all weekend long. That's right.
0: That's right,
1: man. It's going to be
0: really, really, uh, well, we're hoping. (laughs) It's going to be a great weekend of basketball. If you're a Longhorn fan, that would mean your Longhorns keep winning and survive and keep hope alive live uh that's what i at least i have in my bracket i got them going to the title game so uh, i'm all in I didn't, i'm drinking the kool-aid i filled out the bracket deliriously drunk on the burnt orange kool-aid <laughs> with the burnt orange glasses Rightfully on so. and so yeah it's it i've never Rightfully filled out a bracket so. like that before so yeah. i just I, I said you know what why why am i gonna have them going just to the final four Have them going all the way this is yeah. i
1: was i didn't even realize this until i was looking at the <laughs> games today trying to make some picks and and i didn't realize that texas if iron sharpens iron Texas has played five of the 15 remaining teams other than Texas in the Sweet 16 this a third, season. A third. a third. of the remaining teams Texas have played this season. Wow. They yeah, played Texas, the Gonzaga, Ca- yeah, Creighton, Creighton, Kansas State, and Arkansas in the scrimmage before the season. Oh, yep, that's good yep, stuff.
0: Yep, yep. I didn't think about that. Yeah. Yep. A and,
1: third of the remaining teams they played during the And Ravenson. what was the record? So they split teams? with K-State, lost to the Tennessee, Zags. beat the rest. Okay. Yep.
0: I like that. That's, that's enough. So they are battle-tested. They, they are, are definitely battle-tested. They are battle-tested. There's no question right. about that. So we'll start off talking about Texas basketball. Of course, uh, their big matchup versus Xavier. We got another day to talk about it, but it's worth it to uh, deep dive, to do a deep dive and do a breakdown about uh, these two teams and how the Longhorns can uh, pull off the win and e- advance to the Elite Eight. Uh, so we'll get to that. Also, Kirk Bowles, that report, we'll start with that as well because it's a lot of discussion about whether Rodney Terry should be given the head coaching job and even Dickie V. Well, Dickie V has been weighing... Ain't on it for a while, but <laughs> yeah, he weighs right. in on it via Twitter and calls out uh Texas. Uh so we'll get into that too. Specs Text lines wide open for you. 512-337-3776. That is the number to the Specs Text Line. You also can hit us up via Twitter. I'm at Rod Davis in the Twitterverse. I'm at Harge, at Hardball in the Twitterverse. Patrick Davis the real MVP at it's Patrick Davis in the Twitterverse. All right, you guys want to start with the preview or we're going to start with the
2: no, uh, let's go ahead and Kirk get Bowles. into the story. Let's get into the you story. To get what into the story we
0: for, yeah, no. I guess we got another day to yeah. to, to preview yeah, it and break we'll it, preview it down, it. and we'll get into it. Okay, so let's start with the uh, the Kirk Bowles story. Uh, I think that's a better place to start. And then we can, uh, then we'll make our way to uh, the Dickie Dickie V uh, tweet, uh, which (laughs) I thought was, you know, it was bold of Dickie V. Good for Dickie V. Uh, Okay, so according to uh, uh, Kirk Bowles, austin American statesman, Texas men's basketball coach, uh, uh, interim coach, sorry. Come on, man. I can't even, if I said head coach, (laughs) we wouldn't even be talking about this. Exactly. Texas men's basketball interim head coach, Rodney Terry, um, apparently there is interest. Uh, according to this story, he is being pursued for head coaching openings at Penn State and at Cal. Uh, a source with knowledge of the situation told the Austin American Statesman
2: on Wednesday. Well, it's about time that there was some news that come out that's saying that other people are interested. Because to me, I believe that this is something to ramp up the uh the conversations, if they have not been had already, and I'm going to continue to say that, if this has not been had and and some of the stories say that it, it must not have happened or else this probably wouldn't be out. But as you can see, other coaches that have been eliminated in the tournament that got to the tournament have now been picking up jobs. And if you are deciding that you are not going to pay Rodney, get him to be the head coach or offer him the job, he needs to have these stories out there because all the opportunities are going to be gobbled up. I mean, the, the decent ones, you know, there may be some other ones that are out there that you're like, probably not even paying attention to that. would be like, obviously I'm not paying attention to them because they're not in the limelight. Yeah. But they would upgrade to Rodney Terry Exactly. If he exactly. didn't have any
0: options. Of course.
2: A- absolutely. Yeah. So for me, I think this is strategic. I think this is something that needed to be talked about. Mm. Um, because we've been preaching it, people been hitting us on the Specs text line, people have been hitting our Twitter, text messages, they're like, why don't he have a job yet? Why don't he have a job? And I was of the impression that maybe he was offered the job and they wanted to keep it under wraps until that could the be, end of the that day. That's true. what I'm saying, that could still all could be, be true. true. Yeah. But I'm, I'm also glad to hear that not only Texas is part of the equation, but Other teams are out there because you know as well as I do, Rob, it only takes one to pique your interest. And if somebody else is offering something real nice and people are dragging their feet, I'm going to go ahead and make a move somewhere else.
0: Yeah, Texas is uh, – listen, first of all, I, I love your theory, though, that he probably offered it, and then they haven't even let anybody know. Maybe it's yeah. just an agreement between he and CDC. Uh, Patrick's theory also, I think, is a, a credible theory that, you know, CDC wants to, the motivation yeah. factor. Yeah. He knows these guys. They want, the, they want him to have the job. They're playing for their coach. That's also another great theory uh, out there. And both of those, by the way, may be true. Both of those could still end up yeah. being true. Um, but I, I'll throw this out there – for, um, you know, because I I do think, you know, this story, I'm with you, I think it's calculated. I think it's deliberate. It's intentional. His agent... Or, uh, you know, someone yeah, has yeah. who's working on behalf, advocating for Rodney Terry, wanted this story out there. Because I'm sure there's been interest in Rodney Terry even before this story came out. So He is a coach of the year, and he's still in the interim status. Uh, but now, you're right, these are two kind of big-time jobs. Uh, and I'll say this, I think for CDC, there's right now, I even don't think you should interrupt the season. No. To make a move or a de- you know I mean or a designation at this point I I think at this time we just wait to everything's said and done whenever at that is. At this point,
2: yeah, we've already gotten at to this, this level. So I think just let yes. it ride. So maybe yeah.
0: if your argument is he should have did it, and I think this is Dick Vitale's argument, it should have been done right after the season, or it should have been done right after the Big Twelve uh, conference, you know, championship, whatever it may be, uh, conference tournament championship, I should say. Um, that's a different discussion, but right now. I yeah, you can't try to interrupt the season, interrupt the the flow, the mojo of this team, and make a big announcement like that. I think most Longhorn fans believe it's a done deal, one way or another, and it's Rodney Terry's job at this point. Yeah, I've heard most Longhorn fans I've talked to believe it's Rodney Terry's job. Right,
2: and that's that's how you know (laughs) I sit here, and that's why I say, hey man. Let's just wait now. Because at first, like you said, at the very beginning when it first happened and all this stuff started happening, first off, he got a raise. They gave him the head coaching job raise that he deserved, got a couple, got a million dollars. So now he's in a good spot. I mean, he's over a million dollars. He didn't get a million dollars. He became a millionaire. Mm-hmm. But then you sit here and you're like, okay, if they didn't give it to him immediately after the game in the when he won the Big 12 tournament, then – There were some things that started to take place. The team keeps winning, and I'm just like, all right, just ride it out. Just ride it out. Why do we even need to talk about it now? You know, why do we need to continue to have this thought process? Because if he keeps winning – it's going to be real hard for him to to not get the job.
0: Yeah, and I think at the end when it's all said and done, and they do give Rodney Terry the job, CDC will just say that there, there were no other candidates. Exactly. It was Rodney Terry the whole time. Yes, we just wanted to make sure we announced it at the right time. Correct for the team and right. for everybody else. And he'll say Rodney and I have been having discussions about it, whether that's true or not. Right, right, uh, right. right. Yeah. But,
2: but you know how that works. Exactly. <laughs>
0: and and Coach Terry will agree. Yeah, yeah. We've we'll been having discussions the whole time because they know He's Texas. Been my favorite. Texas knows they're in a power position here guys For they sure. do they know Rodney Terry wants this job they Rodney Terry wants this job that's why they know they can even explore other options potentially yeah they probably Rodney, already have they, exactly and right. maybe Rodney Terry even knows that but they they know Rodney Terry wants this job above a, a Penn State job or even a Cal job mm-hmm. he wants this job more than any any other job in the country and yep. so he'll he'll wait to the very last minute until there's no more hope of him getting his job before he decides to move on. They know that it's almost like we've been in relationships like that. Right. It's mm-hmm. that he, he is right now. That's he's got it bad. <laughs> also got song, it bad. You yeah. got it. You got it bad. Yeah. He's got it bad. He wants this job. This is his dream job, and and, and the, the, the basketball gods have kind of worked everything perfectly, and he has helped himself a ton to maximize this mm-hmm. opportunity. And he's like, no, nah, I want this job. So I think even if Texas opened up the job, Like open it up to a coaching search after the season, which would be a huge controversy and people would lose their minds. They're not going to do that, by the way. But even if they did, I'm telling you, that's how bad he has it. He's not going to he's not going to get insulted and be offended and be like, I'm moving on. He wants this job. We all know it. He knows it. CDC knows it. That's that's why he doesn't have much leverage. Right. Because they know he wants the job so damn bad. He wants it so bad. Mm -hmm. Almost a little too bad. Well, yeah. I mean, I, no, 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 I'm, not, I'm just saying. that he's no, like, no, I'm to, no, I'm to, to to play no, hardball, I, I, I think, he wants it too bad. He, he now, hardball, he, now, he I will say, I bad. will say,
1: as much we know that Roddy Terry's also not a dumb man, and there may be a point in this where he gets offended by the entire process. Could if be? CDC has not talked to him, and he yep. goes, I don't know, you want to make me sweat? Yep. How about this? How about I don't return your phone calls for a while, and you go answer to all these fans who are mad at you now. Right and you go do it because now, granted, I can tell you the two names that are still on the hunt for Texas. If there was to are three names. Is Jay Wright's the one, and then it's Kelvin Sampson and it's uh, uh, Eric Musselman. Yep. Okay, yep. so we know t- two of those coaches are still playing, are still coaching yep. in the game right now. Right, but that still neither one of those guys is going to make fans forget like hey what Rodney Terry did so I I, the decision still seems pretty clear I get why Dickie V is upset about it because when you're an announcer and you don't call Texas games every day and they and you go and the head coach he's in the sweet 16 so he's clearly the head coach they go no no, interim you have to say interim he goes that's stupid and and everybody in the back and everybody they're talking to goes oh no (laughs) we all know it's stupid stupid." and he goes well no one's saying anything and they go well no and he goes well what do I care yeah what I can't tarnish my reputation by doing this. The rest of you might get in trouble. Some of you may be looking for jobs in the future. Sure. So you can't really call an athletic director stupid. I can't. You're right.
0: <laughs> he, you, that's a great point. And he has been he did it in doing the broadcast, and yeah. he's doing it now again via social media. In case. No, and,
1: and we've seen Clark Kellogg and, Jared and everybody else basically say, like, what else does this guy have to do to get the job? But right. that's when you're having those meetings, and they go, "Hey, reminder, you have to say interim when you say head coach because he is the interim head coach." And they go, that's, what? That's stupid." Yeah, I agree. It almost happened to me I was like, yeah. Yeah. This, at this point, it does seem
0: uh, it seems a little silly because, uh, yeah, I, at the, he's proven that he's the head coach. They and you know the, the guys they treat him like he's the head coach. Yeah. They don't call him. They don't say, "Hey, interim." <laughs> I'm like, <laughs> nobody, nobody, nobody treats Rodney Terry like that. Um, here's the Dickie V uh, uh, tweet for those who haven't seen it. Uh, lack. It, this is all caps, by the way, uh, lack of class by <laughs> Texas athletic board. That's in all caps, except the buy. Um, and then he says, I can, I can buy waiting until the end of the regular season on the status of at Rodney, at Rodney Terry. Oh, he tagged him, tagged him in it, put him in it. And then, however, at, all caps winning. <laughs> and to me, I read that almost like Charlie Sheen winning. Uh, however, after winning uh, at Big Tag in the Big Twelve Conference title, he all caps again. <laughs> and I wonder, just he's old. Does he know he's doing all caps? He pro- oh, is he or just somebody old typing it. it out for him, baby? <laughs> Somebody's uh,
2: typing it for me, baby. <laughs>
0: <laughs> uh, he deserved because I think uh, is all caps supposed to be. Does that mean like, you're yelling? You're, yep. all, right, all right. Anyway, um, but he, he said he deserved a multi-year deal, and then he at Texas men's basketball. He also tagged ESPN public relations and at the ESPN.
2: So yeah, he's letting everybody know. He's, he wants everybody. He wants everybody time. to know. He what's wants his going bosses going to know what he did. Yeah. He
0: wants uh, <laughs> Texas men's basketball to know the Big Twelve conference. He wants them to weigh in. Yeah. And hey, Roddy Terry, I got your back, bro.
2: Yeah. Huh? He said, "I'm looking out for you.
0: Good for good. I for, think you're a great man. Good for. Hey, uh, uh Chad Hastings, uh, Dicky V is pretty good.
2: Oh, it's really good. Did you hear
0: Chad Hastings, Dicky V, today? Oh, he's got a good Dicky V. He he's does got a,
1: a good Dicky V. He's got
0: a couple. So of if we them ever that he need to well. create a Dicky V? L-
2: his uh,
0: coach coach, Terry, uh, his coach Lou is good too. We ever
1: need a Dicky V, Coach Terry interview? We we can do it by ourselves. Wow. We don't need either one of them.
0: <laughs> I would like that actually. That'd be pretty good, Dicky, because Dicky V obviously is a big Coach Terry fan. Yeah." Uh And we'd like to see it. When, when they make it official Maybe we'll Yeah do we'll do that To celebrate When That'd they make it official
2: Cause I'll be excited baby I'll be
0: excited baby What are the odds That Texas goes another way
2: I mean I, there's still a chance You know yeah, what I'm saying There's always a, I would say what,
0: what, what percentage We put it at That they, they could go another way we, we We think it's a 25% chance 15% chance They could go another way still
2: I, 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 you think it's bigger than that? Are you I 50, think it's I, 50 50. I think it's 50 50. Wow. 50 50. I mean, I hope that it's not. Mm. But in reality of it all, I hey. mean, well, no, we, we we know that there's always someone out there that they think is more beautiful, right? You know what I'm saying? They're, oh, yeah. They're always looking at that beautiful, that 10. I heard Brandon Lane talking about it using one of your analogies. He was like, you know, you can go to the club and see that seven. But you're looking for that 10 when all of a that seven has been there with you the entire time. Very true. And it's about you. That 10 is about everybody because everybody's trying to holler at the 10. You might be able to sit right here and get that seven and still be winning, as you were saying in Dickie V talking to you. So I'm, 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 I'm looking at, the only, that's the only reason why, is because we've seen Texas try to go for the big fish all the time.
0: Yeah, you can either have the splash hire or the right hire. There it maybe is. Maybe they're both. Um, I it, it it's I think it's more the exception or more Thank the outlier him. when you get both the splash higher, the right higher. Thank you. We don't know, but I don't I don't even know if Rodney Terry's the right hire. right now. He looks like he is the right guy. Um, but yeah, I mean maybe maybe Back there's then you a list. me? Yeah, but maybe there's a list that CDC had of coaches, and he always wanted to explore that list. Every every yep. athletic director's got a list. Oh yeah, of coaches. Like, I, hey, this is my list, and I guarantee you, Rodney Terry wasn't on his list.
1: Yeah, I, I think <laughs> maybe. I think coaching wise, there's zero question Rodney Terry should be the coach. The all the other parts of being a head coach at the University of Texas is where we just don't know of the hiring the staff yep, 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 of yep, that yep. stuff, of being able to have you know the messaging and being able to do all the speaking events and being able to do all that. That is the question of we just don't know because we haven't seen Rodney Terry do it doesn't mean he can't it just means we yep. haven't seen that totally agree and some of these other head coaches when you're hiring someone who you've seen more of their head coaching experience you can go oh no no, I know he can do that because I see him do that so the I think that's the only part where you can look at because coaching wise we knew he was a great coach when he was an assistant here with with Rick yep, Lawrence yep, yep. we knew he was a great coach then and There's then you. it's just a question of can he handle all the other parts of it assembling a staff we don't know if Chris Beer is going to try and pull any of the guys off of this staff right. to go to Ole Miss with him I, so there's there's questions that are there, but at the same part, there's questions with anyone you hire. Thank you, Patrick. Because anyone else you hire has to then come into Texas not knowing what Texas is mm-hmm. and figure it out. And Ronnie Terry has the distinct advantage of knowing exactly what, what Texas basketball is and what Texas basketball is at its best because the best teams in Texas basketball history, Rodney Terry was an assistant on, and maybe this season will be a head coach on.
0: Yeah, that is fair. Uh, yeah, I, I'm, it, I'm in on that. No, that's a good point. No, I I, listen, I, I am all about it. I think Rodney Terry is going to get the job, but hey, like Hart said, he believes it's a 50-50 chance <laughs> yeah. that CDC decides, yeah. hey, you know, I'm going in another direction. I I think there's about a maybe a 25% chance that he decides to go in a different direction other than Rodney Terry because uh, I think Rodney Terry is going to win again. I do too. I think he's gonna win another Thank tournament game. I got him beating Xavier, and I think they get to the elite eight once again. As you said, or making it even tougher Woo. for them to, you know, to decide to go in another direction when Rodney Terry's having so much success. But it's you, it, it, you know. The I, I do think for CDC there is a little bit of a surprise because, like I said, I believe every athletic director. It was a good one, and he's a damn good one. We know that. No. they got a list of every sport. And they got a list of coaches in case to fit his to the Shan. These these are my guys. I'm going after them. I, you know, what I mean, I like the way they do business. Yep. And I just think Rodney Terry wasn't on his list. And I think right now he's still, right now come, you know, still getting himself comfortable with the idea of Rodney Terry being the guy. I, I, I do. So I think I think he's still. I think he's going to be him. But I, like I said, I don't know if Rodney Terry was ever on that list. Right,
2: until this until, all happened. yeah, I, exactly
0: I, I don't even think it happened. I don't think he was on the list until he won the Big 12 Conference Tournament, potentially. Possibly. Because think about it. The way they closed the regular season wasn't necessarily gangbusters, the regular season. But then they closed, the, then they continued, you know, they beat Kansas, but then they continued into the Big 12 Conference Tournament. And yep. then I think CDC might have went, oh, damn, Yeah, I might need to add him to the list. Uh, yeah. So think about it. he may just have just been on the list for a few weeks now yeah. on CDC's. I'm just saying that's if you go on with that theory that I he like was on I that like list because I know he wasn't on the. There's no way
1: CDC's list had Rodney Terry on it. <laughs> no, there's no way. No, he he had it on there. It was a pencil, but it was on there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, good. <laughs> uh, yeah, but I'm
0: just uh, so I I think he's still coming right to he's he's still letting that reality sink in. Yeah. That okay, it's Rodney Terry's the guy, nice. and then still getting in. And then once he you figure out he's at the top of your list, you're like, I gotta get to know this guy.
2: Yeah. I gotta spend some more I, I, time know, I with him. You gotta spend some more
0: time with him. Yeah. I gotta yeah. get to know, you know, his vision and what he and what he sees for the program and what players he likes and you know, how he likes to treat his players, management style, leadership yep. style, all yep. that stuff. So I think now you may be going through that process.
2: Yeah, there's but, a lot. There's really? a lot that you can think through in this situation. And for CDC, I mean Let's be honest. The dude has done a great job of everything that he's been. I mean, look at – they won the Director's Cup two years in a row because of the athletic program. And you sit here and you look at the coaches that he has hired, and this is something that will be on his resume as well. So I understand the process. I understand what he's got to go through. I understand the thought and the effort that he puts into it. But the man has – he took over this program when there was a lot of turmoil, he led this team, kept them together, regardless of the youth. I mean, the age of the players that he has on these teams. These guys believe in him. He can recruit because that was another thing that everybody can't even keep these recruits. Rodney was on Rick Barnes' staff as one of the top recruiters, period. Yes. He was getting players to the University of Texas, mm-hmm. and he knows how to close when it comes to that. So I'm definitely in the corner for uh, my man, Rodney Terry.
1: Yeah. When you got guys like Kevin Durant, Lamarcus Aldridge that you need to keep a, on, on the good side of the school as well. Yep. That Chris Beard helped repair a lot of those relationships that maybe weren't great with some of these guys. Yep. Rodney Terry's a guy that helps out with that as well.
0: Yeah. And I mean, that, the- exactly. I. That- I think it'd be really controversial at this point if CDC went a different direction, but he, he is the man. He, he is makes, the man. And we all trust CDC. Yep, we CDC's do. CDC's been making good decisions here. He's got the athletic program buzzing, um, winning, you know, Director's Cups. Um, football's on its way.
2: Yeah, it's, <laughs> it's, on, it's
0: on its way. I know Director's Cups mean the overall athletic uh, program and the success yeah. of it. Football is coming. I guarantee you that. But uh, he's been really good so far, and I think a lot— there's a lot of trust in CDC getting no it done, and I guess it, uh, you may not agree with the process. I think ultimately Longhorn fans will get the result they want. Absolutely. Which right now they won't write. I'm, I'm with you on that. They won't write, and he, with he you and he deserves that. it. He's done a hell of a job. That's, like, Texas right now might be the best story in college basketball. Right. Like that's that's I mean everybody's is at It
2: is. It's definitely getting national attention. So, uh, and that's, I
0: heard my man uh, Bobby Burton throw this out there that that in, that Texas game um that that uh Texas versus Penn state game was the most watched NCAA game in the first two rounds in fifteen years
2: I like it that's a, i mean everybody was too big too big i mean like yes
0: um so they i mean so people are watching texas no i, I <laughs> They're uh,
2: definitely, and, and again, they're going to be the last game of the night tomorrow. I think that's the reason so they did So National is going yeah. to be watching that again.
0: They're like, man, let's say We know it's late, but we think we can draw them in. Oh, we for think sure. think people will stay up late just to watch And uh, it's on Texas. a Friday
2: night? Yeah, people going to stay up late.
0: So and hopefully um, it's, it's they're staying up late for uh, the Longhorns victory party their celebration they'll play Xavier we'll get into breaking down that matchup I uh, got some some notes here uh, I do think from doing the deep dive into the the, the the roster of Xavier and breaking down their scheme I do think Texas. It's, I, I feel confident Texas is going to win the game, but I you can't be confident in anything in Sweet Sixteen. No, because
2: anything goes. I said I feel good about it. Yeah, I would say that. I and, Feel good about it. And you shouldn't. You should feel good about your All State. Uh, All State. All-Stat Bracket Challenge. So go over there and check it. Go to our Horn FM page and check it out right now, hornfm.com. Everybody's bracket is busted, but if you have Texas still in the running, you got a chance to win. And what do you win? A 55-inch TV that's brought to you by Audiovisual Consultation. That's the All-Stat Bracket Challenge. Go to hornfm.com right now and see where you're stacking up.
0: All right, uh, yeah, go check out Horn FM. Lots of goodies up there for you. We come back. We got to talk NBA on the other side. Uh, controversy in that Mavs Warriors game, but Mavs lose again. Uh, Jean Morant made his return against the Rockets, and also uh, the Spurs losing to the Bucks. Uh, we'll get into all of that and more, and talk some NBA on the other side. Continue the hoops conversation right here on Ball Don't Lie. I wonder if we're not horn. I'm Alex Rodriguez, and I'm Jason Kelly
1: from Bloomberg. This is the deal.
0: back the ball don't lie right here on 104.9 the horn new theme thursday based on the songs played by my man patrick uh, we're supposed to gather clues and hints that lead us to the new theme of the day hart says he already has it yep what sweet
2: 16 basketball he said how sweet it is right now first song it's gonna be a lot of songs that are sweet there, ah, it, is. there it is that's
0: easy good yep. job Good yep. job there, good job, Harch. Uh, all right, sweet jams uh, coming up for that is the new theme of new theme Thursday, getting you ready for Sweet Sixteen, uh, which the games for Sweet Sixteen start up tonight. Yes, yeah, uh, sir. All right, uh, we'll get back to some uh, Texas basketball conversation. We'll get back to some tournament conversation. Uh, we got to talk, about, continue the hoops conversation. Let's get back to uh, the NBA um, because, well, say back to the NBA. We haven't talked a ton of NBA, uh, but the NBA is starting to get really interesting. I think they got. Single-digit games left, like nine, depending on what team you follow. I believe we're out nine games left. Yeah, in the from anywhere season. from eight to ten. Yeah. but I think
1: we're down to nine on most. I teams. I think you're down yep. to
0: nine on most teams. So I mean, we are. It's 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 that time. All right, <laughs> time to start paying attention to the NBA yep. uh, because these playoff racing uh, races are starting to come down to the right to the wire. And the Mavs, I think, is where we should start. Then we'll get to the Rockets and Spurs. The Mavs are the only team in Texas that is actually contending. Uh, to be a a playoff uh, contender, very true. But right now they're trending the wrong way, <laughs> uh, because mm. the Mavs now with another loss, and we'll get to it. But this this is bad because they basically don't have the tiebreaker. They don't own the tiebreaker now with Golden State, OKC, or Minnesota. And there are three; those are three teams that are directly ahead of the Mavs. Mm-hmm. Uh, but the Mavs with another loss to the Warriors, there is a controversy. That we'll have to get to in the third quarter. That Mark uh, Mark Cuban is now saying that he is going to file a grievance mm-hmm. uh, with the NBA about the officiating. Man, it's been a lot of complaints about the officiating this year. Yep, yeah. I mean, you're talking about some some
1: we just haven't seen before. Yeah, and and some of them are viable. Trey Youngs was not. Yep, okay. Trey Young it was they're, they're the they Hawks? can they can yeah. miss calls and there's no problem. Trey, you missed 20 shots a game.
3: Yeah, <laughs> you're <laughs> allowed to miss things. Yep,
1: I get it. Like some, you're gonna miss some. The one in the Dallas game, inexcusable, should have been terrible. There has to be something. But I, I mean, I don't think you give up the game because it was a third quarter thing. If this was done at the end of the game, it's probably a lot easier to say, well, you you had no time to recover from that. Correct. But yeah, it, it was. There's no real excuse for it. <clears throat> I don't think I've ever seen a game where an official has actively tried to hurt the other team by not yeah, – like, 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 The official will always tell the other team, you come down. Like If, if it was lined up like that, there, there would be at least three whistle blows and like, come down here before I inbound the ball. Yeah.
0: Yeah. But they basically
1: boy? just immediately handed it to the guy, and they, they get an easy two points. I, I, you can say the mistake or whatever, I've just never seen a basketball game where the refs don't try to do the right thing.
2: Yeah, okay, I see what you're saying about doing the right thing. But I went back and I watched the play, and I watched it multiple times. And what ended up happening, and I'm not making an excuse for the referees because one of the guys that Fred Van Vliet was talking about got demoted. Yep. He got sent Yeah, now. Ben
0: Taylor, actually. Yeah. That's who you thought Ben yeah. Taylor was. He was, not I guess, demoted. They said they don't want to use that term. He was essentially like reassigned. Um, to the but,
2: G League. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, he's, still, he's, still doing, he's still doing NBA games. He's still doing NBA games.
0: No, they just, they, they, moved out of, they definitely moved him out of certain games. Yeah. But he and just reassigned. Like
1: there's rotations and rankings yeah. of referees, yeah. and he has moved down that list considerably.
0: He has yeah. not been demoted or disciplined uh, by the <laughs> yeah. NBA. Uh, they say that's kind of a loaded term, but he, he, basically he is working as a crew chief and that at, at, that Atlanta game, he works as a crew chief. But, yeah, they, they're they changing his schedule. And that was the ref that you talked about, Fred VanVleet dropped the F-bombs about. Mm-hmm. So, so continue. Sorry. So
2: So when that call was made last night, he pointed towards Golden State. And what people continue to not think about was they called a timeout immediately. They called a timeout immediately. So when he pointed, that's what they do. They point and say who called the timeout. And they pointed him there. That would be the only thing that I would say, okay, I would give him a pass on it. Because he called it, go to state, and then they called a timeout, and then he pointed immediately to the bench.
0: And they're saying that the refs are saying, we, we pointed for the timeout. Yes. And yes. initially they pointed, right? That they that's,
2: point. They, the original call was, boom, Warriors ball, and then they called timeout, and then he pointed the other way. Because originally he pointed yeah. towards... For, and, and the other way was timeout. Exactly.
0: Not for the change in Not for the, in the change the of possession. possession, like I
2: made the wrong call type okay. of deal, to where it would go. The way I saw it. So, so
0: you're saying it's going to be a miscommunication. It can definitely be a miscommunication. But if that is the case, I think you're, it's a great point about your theory, Patrick's point is that the ref still normally Should would go, wait, Hey, guys, it, what, why are y'all way down there?
1: Whoa, 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 right. come on. It, yeah. dude, 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 especially, especially if the announcer so, says... Yeah. Dallas ball. The announcer. Then said I'm the it. ref. I would might I go over to the announcer and go, mm. no, it's going state ball. Yeah, ball. Even though that's
0: not the ref's necessarily it's, his responsibility. It's none of this
1: is their responsibility. But at a certain point, if you're a referee, your whole point is to make the game fair and even, yeah. right? And, oh, and, and, can and maintain and, order. And maintain yeah, order. And, maintain <laughs> order. and yeah, if, you maintain if you want to do none of that. And you go, if you're quite quitting as a ref, (laughs) then you shouldn't be refereeing basketball (laughs) games at the NBA level anymore. So that's the more the problem is it was just basically, as far as I can tell, the ref messed up because the Golden State realized what was happening. They grabbed the ball real quick and like, come here, come here, give me the ball. And instead of the ref going, no, which if you try to do that in college – that ref would lay into you for thirty minutes about how you're disrespecting the game, yeah, because you try to grab the ball away from him or whatever. In the NBA, he, he says it. He gives him the ball, and as soon as he does it, I'm sure the ref's like, "Oh, I wasn't supposed to do that," and but then they can't go back and go, "Hey guys, sorry." which they should have, just gone, hey, whoa, 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 whoa blow the whistle. No, yep. no, we're not doing that. So
0: you yep. do acknowledge so that the Mavs should have had more. They should They should have been more aware. Yes. Okay. Of yeah, the situation. Mavs, the Mavs like, should have been more aware. Oh, yeah. okay. <laughs> I've never
1: seen that happen in basketball before at pretty much at any level where a referee just lets actively doesn't help another team to make the game right.
0: He just facilitates chaos well, you instead. See, well, <laughs> you see
2: it too. When, they, when the ball goes out of bounds, they're running over to go get the ball out of bounds. They give it to the ref because the ref will get it, set it, and give it back to them, and they can do a fast break or whatever they were doing. But this was coming out of a timeout. So I can see where your point is, Patrick, of dudes, y'all need to be over here. Yeah, I mean, how many, you knew when you, the ball was happening because. Steve Kerr said, I drew up a play and I was wondering where everybody was going. Yeah, no, and so then, we scrapped the play. Just give him the ball. Yeah, just give him the ball. No, no and that's the thing no, is,
1: no. like, if you watch a normal game and they're doing, they blow the whistle three or four times. Like, I, how many times today, uh, this year, I saw Texas come over and they're sitting waiting for the, the other team to get out of their huddle and the refs are like, come on, yep. break the huddle. But they're mad at them for not breaking the huddle. They don't just give the ball to Texas and yep. go, hey, man, free two points, no go doubt. for it. Look and that, that's where it's just it was just bad officiating. But, like, but that's not I, but the, the reason problem, you lost, Mavs. No, no, it was not the reason. And it's in the <laughs> third quarter, so I don't think they're yeah. going to replay the fourth quarter of that game, taking away two points. So I, I get it. If it was like the last time they actually replayed something was, I think it was a Shaq thing. With 51 seconds, and they replayed the final 51 seconds I of that, that game. I remember that. Uh, they're not playing the remaining 17 minutes <laughs> or whatever of that game. Well, like you left.
2: said, it was already in the third quarter, so the fourth quarter you still had time to make up that difference. Yeah, yeah. Of any other thing, but. It just, it's just bad because at the end of it all, the final score was 127-125.
0: was a two-point game. Uh, <laughs> and Luca his first game back uh, since the injury, had 30 points. Uh, and But Golden State, man. And how about this? The, they actually did a good job. The Mavs did defensively, which is rare these days, uh, <laughs> on Steph Curry. Uh, no. Reggie Buck actually held them to 20 points on I believe on 18 shots he only had two made threes you'd have thought oh man that's exactly the recipe especially because Golden State on the road so we've talked about one of the worst teams in the NBA they're now they're I think their road record now is 9 and 29 or something like that
2: and it's so funny that you said that it's so funny (laughs) that you said that because I was taking my son to school this morning he was like well, they still got a chance. I was like, how are they even still in the running with that road record that they have? That they are 9 and 29 and they're sitting sixth. They are sitting sixth in the West. That Yeah, it's, it's incredible. No, no,
0: it's historic. <laughs> it's unbelievable. Yeah, no, it's it, 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 it trending toward being historic. Depends on what happens down the stretch here. But uh, the Mavs, right now, the Mavs are, man, they're in trouble. I mean, that's no other way to say And they're
2: tied it. for the Lakers for the eighth, ninth and 10th spot. Of, of making the, the playoffs.
0: Yeah. Uh, and if not for one thing, the Mavs are doing really well. I'm not just going to, you know, just hate Beat on the them Mavs up, the entire yeah. time. But, <laughs> but one thing they're doing really well because they lost that game because of their defense. Their defense is just horrible. Their defense, particularly down low. Um, how about this Golden State? They had 66 points in the paint. Yeah. 66 points in the paint. That's crazy. Isn't that great? Golden State, a team that likes to shoot, a prolific shooting team, uh, didn't even have to do that. Uh, Golden State was 27 of 32 at the rim. Mm. I mean, it was just – it it was. That was an onslaught. I mean, he just feasted <laughs> no, in the paint.
1: Yeah. And, and, I mean, it, it's exposing a lot of problems. I still, I think, is a Jason Kidd problem, but Mark Stein tweeted this out yesterday. We'll add in the other number. But uh, since trading for Kyrie – they're three and six with both guys in uniform. Owen oh and two now with Luca only. Uh, three and one with Kyrie only, and one and two with neither available. The problem may be that this team that Kyrie at least tries to play defense, and Luca doesn't even try to really even do that anymore. And if you have a guy, if no one on the court other than Maxi Kleba wants to play defense, and maybe a little bit of Reggie Bullock. Reggie
0: Bullock, yeah, he's yeah. like he'll D.
1: play a little bit of D, but he's not like it, it, you can't win. You right. just can't win when nobody wants to play, and I get that that bothers Jason Kidd. But if you don't like, I'll give respect for Nate McMillan. That Nate McMillan went out on his horse. He said, "Look, I know how the I know how the Hawks can win, and if Trey Young and Dejounte Murray don't want to be a part of that, then I'm going to coach them the way. I'm going to sit them down when they don't play defense. I'm going to do all those things, and I'm going to get fired for it. But I'm going to still coach until I get fired." Jason Kidd has quit coaching. Now, he didn't quite quit. He has completely quit.
3: <laughs> like,
1: did, was Jason Kidd up and yelling? No, Mark Cuban was. Jason Kidd didn't even care. He's like, ah, two points. Guys, you got us again. Yeah. Like, I he, like is, that. he is the laziest. And if I'm, if I'm Mark Cuban, I fire Jason Kidd today and say, if there's any hope of salvaging this team, it's getting rid of this dead weight who doesn't seem to want us win, does not seem to care to win about winning basketball games. Uh,
2: this, is, this is a per- perfect time for you to say, I really miss Rick Carlisle.
0: <laughs> yeah, I hey, mean he's right, enjoying. He's enjoying it, Indiana. Yeah. It's crazy that the experiment is not working? Obviously, I mean that's everybody can see that. But it, it, we all everybody thought it would be a Kyrie induced, yep. You know, what I mean meltdown of some kind, and it's not Kyrie. Kyrie no. is he's tr- he's actually playing really no, as well. As I said,
1: he's three one in games where Lucas sits and Kyrie plays. They're yeah, three one. He's
0: playing really well. And by the way, right now the Mavs are one of the most. Prolific three-point shooting teams in the NBA—it's crazy. How about this? They're averaging sixteen point six made three-pointers per game. They got had seventeen last night. Seventeen—they were seventeen of forty. All right, last night, which is pretty damn good. That's around nearly forty-three percent. The all-time record for made threes per game is sixteen point seven. Wow, the Utah Jazz did in twenty twenty-one. They are making a ton of threes. So think about this. This is so. This is all since they acquired Kyrie. Right, Since they acquired mm-hmm. Kyrie, so those numbers I gave you were since they acquired Kyrie. Since they acquired Kyrie, they've been basically one of the most prolific three-point shooting teams in the NBA. But it hasn't really, and strangely enough, it hasn't really amounted to wins. Um, mm. Because I think since they got Kyrie, I mean, Patrick just gave you numbers. They're like 7 and 11 or somewhere around 7 and 12, somewhere around there. And they they have, right now, if you go look at it, they have four games in that time period, in that span, since they acquired Kyrie of 20 or more made three-pointers in a game uh, since, that since what, February 8th, I believe it is. Last year, they had three such games the entire season with 20 or more made three-pointers. Man, they're hitting a ton of threes, and that's the crazy thing. Mm. So they, they, their opponents are averaging around 10.6 made threes per game in that time span since February 8th, and they're averaging 16.6. So that's around six three-point difference, right, six three-pointers per game difference. Guys, that's like eighteen points, and yet they're still losing games. Mm. <laughs> right? Mm. I mean, yeah. that's, that's 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 unbelievable. So, if it went for the three point shot, this would be an even more uh, embarrassing experiment for the Mavs. Because right now, it's failed. But what would, did I say? Yeah, you did say you
2: didn't like I said, it. I said I was Probably like, this is know? not going to be the proper yeah. way to handle this business. The best way to handle this is to try to get somebody that can be on the inside, not another guard that can come in. And offset it. There's They both like to handle the basketball well, so much.
1: And I'll also put it this way. If you didn't make this trade and you traded for – or you tried to get someone in the paint, you were losing in the second round anyway. Yeah. This, this team – like, they needed another scorer. They need another scorer and they needed someone in the paint. The problem is you can't you, – you have to try and find other ways. Like, Rod, you always say, coaches are problem solvers. Yep. Dallas had the exact same problem that we knew was going to be a problem – And there has been zero effort to fix it. There has not been rotation changes. There has not been anything. They waited for Maxi Kleba. Maxi Kleba does good when he's in. Mm -hmm. But there's only so much you can do. And he got completely exposed when they basically ran a switch, got him onto Steph Curry. Steph Curry then runs around. Draymond Green basically uh, blocks off. Reggie Bullock from coming over on help defense, and Steph Curry gets the easiest layup in the world for a game go ahead three or a game go ahead layup. So you can try and fix that, but when you just don't have good defensive game plans in, and it ends up where you're like, hey, no, they can run some screens and run a really basic play mm. that you need to have things planned for, and you didn't plan for it at all defensively. And you're a defensive coach. I get the guys don't want to play it. You still have to coach it. Yeah, they're
0: 25th in defense. Um right now and it's and dropping. They're twenty sixth <laughs> in in like the defensive rim rate, like uh defending at the rim. So they just yeah, they just don't defend really well. And, and everybody knows you can get inside on the MAVs. Yeah. Everybody can get inside on the Mavs. All right, we uh, we come back, we'll get you your flex update on the other side, uh right here on Ball Don't Lie on one oh four nine the horn. <laughs> Welcome back to Ball Don't Lie right here on 104.9 The Horn. It is a new theme Thursday edition of Ball Don't Lie. And the theme for the day, uh, based on the selections that were played, my man Hearts got it on the first guest this time. And it is Sweet. Songs. Songs right. that are all about how sweet it is, because the Sweet 16 starts up tonight. Uh, so we'll get some more uh, new-themed Thursday music, musically-themed days of the week. Uh, but first, let's uh, uh, check in with my man Rodney Rodriguez. He is out of Revved uh, Up ATX, by the way. You can catch that Saturdays at 11 a.m. right here on 104 the Horn. But he is out and about amongst the people, because he is a man of the people, a renaissance man. Rodney, how you doing, brother?
3: Doing well, Rod B. Doing well, man. Right here at the corner of Harris Branch and East Palmer Lane, 5725 East Palmer Lane, as a matter of fact. Right here at Speedy Stop. The four loco folks are here. Their driver, Ryan Ellis, is now on the scene. So it's about to start hopping here, gentlemen.
0: Oh, yeah. My man, uh, Nate, on the specs, Texan said he gonna, he gonna, he's going to come by there a cl- little close to 6 o'clock. I know you're going to be out there right up until 6. So he's going to try to hit you up. I'm sure a lot of the people will be trying to get out work a little bit early so they can come out there and holler at you.
3: No doubt about it, man. Hey, Rod, you know how it is, man. Men of the people like us, man, we'll stay a little bit later if we have to. We'll we'll hang out. We'll we'll hang out, guys. We'll hang out.
0: That's good news. That's good news, brother. All right, well, while we got you, man, because we know there's a lot of excitement, Uh, give people some details uh, about why they should come out there and visit you, but also it's the big NASCAR event that's going on at Dakota this weekend.
3: This is really going to be a, a great weekend. We- weather's going to be awesome. It's not going to be too hot. It's not going to co- not going to be cold. It's not going to rain like it did the first year. The, the beauty of this is with, with NASCAR coming in, you're, you're not getting one. You're not getting two. You're getting three races. And we are actually going to have tickets for the Saturday race, which uh, is going to be the Pit Boss 250. But you'll also have the Expel 225 uh, on Saturday as well. So thing is, you get tickets for Saturday. You get two big races there. And then, of course, the main event uh, – Coming up on on Sunday out at Coda, but this, you know, I'm really looking forward to the race on Sunday because you've got you've got a couple of Formula One world champions. I was talking to the guys this morning, and you know, Jimmy Johnson's coming back, and and, and Jordan Taylor's a great road racer. Connor Daly. I just think that this is a loaded grid that we're going to see coming into this. And the thing about it, guys, the NASCAR has made some modifications to some of the rules packages, and there's not going to be a lot of time for the teams to adjust to that. So you know, that that's going to play. A little havoc when we get into when we get into the big race on Sunday because a lot of it they're not going to know what's coming at them and the you know when it when it starts to get warmer out there that's going to change up track grip and all of that it, it's going to make for a really interesting race on Sunday but sa- Saturday is a can't miss as well I mean you gotta you gotta get your hands on on even a general admission pass to get out there and just just go see the sights and sounds I mean because it, it's so much more than the race I mean there's just so much to do out there it's like a it, it's 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 like a carnival atmosphere out there if you haven't been to one of these things. So okay. let me ask
2: you this. Let me ask you this. When everybody comes into town, because obviously there's a huge NASCAR following that uh, that also is part of like COTA as well, because people follow the F1 so well. Do they have ways to be on the infield like they do at the 500s and everything like that for their their crew to be there?
3: That, you know, that, that's a great question, Mike, and, and that's the cool thing about Coda being as spread out as everything is right there. If, if you have a general admission, the, the infield, kind of like when we talk about the infield at an oval track race, yep. you know, out there at Coda, you know, 20 turns, 3.41 miles. The infield is, is the track itself, and if you've if you got a GA ticket, you just kind of float around. I mean, you can watch for a little while in the S's and then go watch on the back straightaway, go up to turn 18, you know, where, where you get stuff tore up sometimes. So you, you can just kind of float around and you hit the fan zone there's a lot of cool things to do there obviously good food good drink it's some four loco while you're out there it um it, it really is to where you're not tied down to one spot you you can move around and and, and there's a lot of room to move around out there and, and i'll tell you the cool part about it guys if you haven't been to one of these events, you're going to go, and by the time that you leave there, whether it's Saturday or whether you go Saturday and Sunday, you're going to have a lot of brand-new friends because everybody gets real friendly at these races. <laughs> you know, it's like you, you leave one of these things and you got a whole bunch of new kinfolk, man. That's exactly Love what happens it. out here.
0: Hey, man, we appreciate your time, Rodney. We'll be checking in again with you uh, coming up uh, next hour. Thanks for the time, Rodney. Thanks for the time,
3: Rodney. You got it, man. 5725 East Palmer Lane, Speedy Stop. Come on out and see us with Four loco.
0: Like it. All right, that's Rodney Rodriguez I've Revved Up ATX. Catch him Saturdays at uh, 11 a.m. right here on 104.9 The Horn. Or we'll get out there and go uh, catch up with him. East Palmer and uh, Harris Branch Parkway. All right, we come right back. Uh, we'll get into some uh, NFL news notes and nuggets. Also, Ohio State and Bama having their pro days. Give you some updates on that as well. Right here on Ball, Don't Lie, 104.9 The Horn.